You're listening to the Functional Nurse Podcast, and on today's episode, we will discuss the difference between functional medicine, lifestyle medicine, and integrative medicine. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Functional Nurse Podcast. My name is Bridget Sager and I am your host. I'm a family nurse practitioner, functional medicine consultant, and I teach functional medicine to nurses and nurse practitioners through the Integrative Nurse Coach Academy in partnership with the Institute for Functional Medicine. What is the difference between integrative medicine, functional medicine, and lifestyle medicine? I get asked this question quite often, and it comes up as a topic of conversation in meetings with my students as well. So I just thought that I would have an episode where we explore that a little bit deeper, and you maybe can walk away with a better understanding of the three terms. Before we do this, I wanted to define the term allopathic medicine, because that is a term we use often in functional medicine when we're comparing ourselves to the standard of care. So allopathic medicine is essentially Western medicine. And so that is what our patients are experiencing the majority of the time. Western or allopathic medicine is what most of us have been trained in if we have gone through nursing school, nurse practitioner school, traditional medical school. And so when we step away from that, we may use the term allopathic medicine or Western medicine to refer to the standard of care that our patients tend to get. Um, I find that it is heavily relying on plans for prescription medication or surgery as interventions. I definitely feel like there is a component of teaching preventative medicine in allopathic care, but the amount of time that is spent, even when I was a primary care provider and I was really passionate about preventative healthcare, I did not have a lot of people that were coming to me annually for their wellness visit to talk about preventative care, what they might be at risk for and what we could do to screen or prevent illness. Um, What I found is people wanted to use that visit because it tended to be free for their insurance and they wanted to come in and talk about maybe a mental health concern or a chronic health condition Often those visits get really blurred too with metrics that need to be met in the allopathic system. So if someone comes in and has a marker like their BMI, their body mass index number might be elevated. The uh, visit may be shifted to focusing on that particular metric, whatever it may be. Um, And so if they have an elevated blood pressure when they arrive, the visit might shift to a visit on a new diagnosis of hypertension which is totally appropriate, but I found that it was really challenging to make preventative visits about preventative healthcare. And so I, even in my best efforts, I felt like that was lacking in the the corporate healthcare system I was working in. I think allopathic medicine is really great for acute care and life-saving measures. So if someone um, breaks their bones or like I worked in uh, the hospital for a long time in uh, critical care float, a lot of cardiology and pulmonology, and that is where allopathic medicine shines, right? Like uh, somebody comes in with a heart attack and they are uh, stented in a very short period of time and and reperfusing the blood flow to their heart. That is the ideal time to seek uh, Western medicine. And there is no competition there when we're talking about these other three types that we're going to talk about today. 
when we talk about functional medicine, I feel like it really has a lot of common themes that align with foundational nursing practice. It looks at patients more holistically and it considers their their lifestyle, their their relationships, their their food choices, um, exposures they've had in their lifetime. And yeah, excitingly, uh, you know, upcoming emerging research is really where we're shifting gears to thinking about what was the story of your your parents and your grandparents and um there is definitely an imprint that's left there that there uh is a lot of emerging science i i have a note to have an upcoming podcast episode on the topic of the effect of our families' lives that they pass on to us genetically which is so interesting um so I, okay, so to step back to functional medicine, you know, when we're talking about functional medicine, we're looking a lot more than allopathic medicine does at the biochemistry, what's going on in the body, what is the actual scientific process that's taking place, and what is disrupted in that process. And I think looking at the disruption is the bottom line. So we're saying, is there a nutrient missing? Is there something impairing a chemical process from taking place in the body? And how can we restore balance? We are taking a closer look at the why um, that someone may be experiencing a health concern and then we can work with them. And I think as nurses, we're the perfect partners for this is to work with them to reverse that and, and undo as much as possible. I have people that are able to completely reverse their health concern working with me and and my students have the same experience and then I also have people that reversal isn't the option but we can certainly improve symptoms significantly and get them a lot of relief. All of that is really exciting and I love doing follow ups in functional medicine much more than I did when I was doing primary care because people come back so excited with how much better they're feeling. Functional medicine does use more novel testing than is considered uh, mainstream and then often will recommend supplements at least short term. So that isn't always the case, but it does occur. And that is one distinction of functional medicine. And for me, I mentioned in a previous episode, when you are looking for root cause and, and removing anything that's causing an issue and healing, there isn't a need for long term supplements. That being said, sometimes there are things that we identify that are common to uh, be lacking in our diet and it isn't in the soil anymore. It isn't, there isn't enough in our food supply. And so there are a handful of supplements that I find are beneficial and there's lots of evidence to prove the benefit long-term. So we will talk about that topic in another episode too. I feel like if you've listened to any of the other episodes too, you probably have a pretty good idea of what functional medicine is. And what my students will often ask me is, well, what about integrative medicine? And what about lifestyle medicine? How do they compare to what we're learning? Integrative medicine is what I feel like I was practicing when I was still in primary care. So I had done training in functional medicine and was continuing to learn. Um, and I was a nurse coach. And so I was incorporating that holistic aspect to my care as well. But I had built a panel of patients that were coming to a corporate healthcare system looking for 
a prescription frequently. I think that the healthcare system has created that expectation. And so most people are showing up in that type of setting, looking for a prescription solution to their problem. And that is often the best plan for them. If they're not ready to make lifestyle changes, if they're not looking for root cause, then what we need to do is help them mitigate symptoms. And so if we're talking about somebody with diabetes or hypertension, for example, the prescription medication is going to prevent them from getting worse to some degree. And so that is what we should be offering people who are not ready for change. And so 100%, I think integrative medicine is the perfect plan for working in a setting like I was in primary care, where you're going to be seeing people that are not looking for the most holistic, digging deep type solution, and they want to feel better uh, rapidly as well. So integrative medicine is a great way to offer holistic options like functional medicine in a setting where you're also helping people in the more allopathic manner. And I think the integrative medicine term really clearly uh, delineates that for people. So you can tell people that you practice integrative medicine. I have a lot of students that work in allopathic settings still, and so they will choose to call themselves an integrative nurse or an integrative nurse coach if they're a nurse coach. And that is a term that they're comfortable with that they can use to describe their offerings being more holistic than the allopathic model. So what about lifestyle medicine? That one is also becoming a popular term. And I think it, it is being recognized and respected in, in uh, allopathic medicine because it is, um, so to me, it, this is totally my opinion and I'm kind of like synopsizing this really basically, but um, I have done some training in lifestyle medicine. They have the six pillars of lifestyle medicine is kind of like the pillars of perfection for, for health. And, and so it's about physical activity, getting quality sleep, stress reduction, avoiding risky substances, having healthy, positive social connections. And it specifically advocates for a plant-based whole foods diet. So I think that all of that is fantastic. Um, for me, it feels a little bit idealized. And um, like I, when I'm talking about food plans with people or what kind of uh, food plan they might want to choose, or I don't like the term diet, but let's say diet, um, we can tell everybody that the science says that, you know, ideally you eat a plant-based whole foods diet, but that's kind of this perfect place that we're asking people that currently smoke cigarettes and eat at fast food places all day long. And so for me, I want to meet people where they are. And the idea of the lifestyle medicine saying, here's the six ways to have perfect health feels a little bit too um, idealized to me. But I do also think that it is the perfect term for a lot of my students to use. And they are very comfortable with it because if you take a course in functional medicine and you study functional medicine and you now know how to get to the root cause for people, but you're, let's say, a registered nurse and you have no plans of getting labs that somebody has already done and taking a peek at them and, and giving them some guidance, education, or if you are not planning on recommending anything other than food as an intervention. So focusing on prebiotic and probiotic foods, for example, to restore a microbiome in the gut versus 
recommending a probiotic supplement. If, for my students that are very cautious and they do not want to be associated with labs or supplements at all, lifestyle medicine is the perfect title for them. And saying that they're a lifestyle nurse or a lifestyle nurse coach is great because it really sets expectations up for what they're gonna be offering. The one thing that I think really, you know, everything that I listed in those six pillars are things that we do in functional medicine. But what I find lacking in the title of lifestyle medicine is the most important part to me. And the part that I love about my job is the like personalizing and finding the unique why for each person. And that is the thing that I think all these other titles, um, they're great. And they're all holistic people with big hearts trying to take great care of people. But the thing for me about practicing functional medicine specifically is the the healing aspect of finding that unique why for that person. And I don't feel like the six titles of lifestyle medicine really cover that. They say, okay, you should have physical activity and, and maybe here's some science on what would be best for you long term for um, your heart health or to prevent metabolic disorders. But it isn't saying, but why do you have it now? And what are we going to do about it? Right? It's more like a, a preventative plan. Lifestyle medicine is a great plan for prevention. Actually, it's pretty perfect for pre prevention when I'm thinking about it. But functional medicine is for the, okay, I have stuff going on. Why the heck is this happening to me? I eat well, I exercise, I get good sleep. Somebody help me. And so that is what most people I feel like in our healthcare system are looking for. When I worked in primary care and I would have patients come to me and they'd say, you know, I don't feel like I've been listened to in the past for my health. And I uh, I'm always told my labs are all normal and they don't feel like they're getting any answers. Those are the people that need functional medicine and people that have, you know, mounting amounts of health concerns. So they had one health condition and we add in a medication and then they get another one and this just keeps building each of those medications now may be causing some nutrient deficiencies that cause the next health concern. Um, those people are the people that need functional medicine. And um, I mean, I think everybody could use it, but in particular, the difference for me between lifestyle medicine and functional medicine is the saying, we're going to help you figure out why this is happening and you're going to feel better. And that makes me super happy about my job. Depending on my students' current role in the healthcare system and what they're hoping for for their career moving forward, they might choose any of these titles as what they want to be referred to in their current practice. And they may change that if they're in a new setting moving forward. Uh, for example, I might have a student that works in a hospital setting or in a clinic setting in an allopathic clinic, and they call themselves an integrative nurse or a holistic nurse. I think that one always covers it, right? Like saying you're a holistic nurse but then they decide to open their own practice and see clients privately to help them restore balance in their health. They may change their title at that time to a functional nurse. So I hope that this was clarifying for you and that it has helped you decide what you would want to refer to yourself as in your career moving forward. I wish you good health and until next time, be well. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of the Functional Nurse Podcast. If you want to help spread the word about the powerful role nurses can play as true healers using functional medicine practices, consider sharing an episode with a nurse friend or on social media. And click the subscribe button to stay informed of newly released episodes. 
You can also visit and share the links below in the show notes for more information on nursing resources and the Functional Medicine for Nurses course offered through the Integrative Nurse Coach Academy in partnership with the Institute for Functional Medicine.